T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's get right to it. Sam Amick writes for The Athletic, covers the NBA. Sam, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Good, gentlemen. Love to be on with you. Appreciate you having me, as always. Yeah, I, I tell you what, you had a story about Clay Thompson in The Athletic, and it was there was an interesting uh, uh, part of it about Larry Bird. And uh, I was hoping you could share that story with uh, our listeners. For sure. I would love to. So, uh, All-Star Weekend, guys, it's Friday morning before the game. There's an event called uh, Tech Summit, which... To be honest, for me, is like the highlight of the weekend from a reporting standpoint. And the funny little subplot is it's typically a completely off-the-record event. And so you have a lot of owners, executive agents, former players, some media people, and everybody's comfortable, so they share kind of their real feelings on these different panels, and it's all off the record. Well, Larry Bird does a panel with Bob Costas, and, and talking about the game of basketball, talking about the history of the league, and I'll be honest with you guys, I'm sitting in that room with probably four or 500 people and the little kid part of my brain is just on fire. Like I was so much fun to listen to Larry just talking about the game and he was, you know, telling stories and, and this is Bob Costas who obviously is a legend. And as I'm listening on the tail end of, of their panel, um, which by the way, to be clear, was so good that the NBA convinced Larry to make it not off the record, which is the only reason I could even write about it. Um, Larry ends up uh, kind of taking a left turn at one point when Bob asked him about which players he enjoys, and he starts talking about Clay Thompson. And he says he's one of his favorite players to watch, and he talks about the game where Clay scored 60 in three quarters. And, and I'm just sitting there going, man, with everything Clay is going through, uh, I bet he would love to hear this. Um, and so, as you guys know, Ray Raider, the, the Warriors PR man, is very good at his job. Uh, long story short, I pinged Ray, said, hey, you should get this clip over to Clay. And then on the back end, Clay and I ended up talking about it. So it was uh, admittedly kind of a, a fun, little, fun little exercise. Sam, it was – oh, go ahead, Stan. No, Sam, it was an awesome piece. And, you know, I'm nosy by nature. And as good as Clay Thompson felt after that video, he said he wouldn't delete it off his phone. What, what, what do your spotty senses tell you in regard to – do you think this is permanent? Because I hear, you know, everybody talk about the situation with Clay, and I'm fluctuating. Like, I think he's going to start tonight with no Wiggins. Where are you at? Do you think this he could play himself back in it, or is this going to just be what it is for the rest of the season? I don't have a great feel for it. Like you said, Guru, the Wiggins thing, you know, is going to probably put him back in the lineup tonight. You know, the early data, if you will, you're, you're only talking about four games. 
and, and Clay's had a pretty decent impact. Um, you know, Kaminga appears to be suffering a little bit of a ripple effect of the Clay as sixth man idea. So that's obviously a priority where they want to make sure that Kaminga is, is having the kind of lane that he needs to succeed. So um, I think for me, though, the important part, and, and honestly, kind of the question I wanted to make sure that I asked Clay, regardless of what comes next, was that for a lot of players, especially proud, accomplished guys like Clay, you know, who, as we know, has struggled to kind of accept some of the diminished role that's come his way lately, is like, hey, is there any chance that the idea that the Warriors uh, are choosing to use you as a sixth man would, would actually change the way you see your future with the franchise? And because, you know, I think there are players who might say, all right, that's enough. I'm only 34. You're trying to put me on the bench. I'm done. You know, and he made it really clear that was not the case. Um, and in fact, seems to be, you know, after I think an early frustration seems to be pretty accepting of the role. And, and then we'll see where it goes from here. Sam Amick joining us on 95.7 The Game. You can read his stuff at The Athletic. He covers the NBA. Um, where, where are you at and what, what are your thoughts on the Golden State Warriors uh, this year, Sam? Two, two years ago, I had forgotten, during the Warriors championship year, they were 41-15 and 15 at this point in the season. Last year, they were 28-28, but they had a host of problems in the wake of the punch, etc. This year, they're 29-27. and 27. They've won 10-13. of 13. They're still in the tenth seed. How do you view them uh, moving forward this year into the into the play-in slash postseason? So it's funny because of what they've accomplished. Obviously, the framing is always you know different. The bar is set so high. So it's like if you ask me that question, study in the context of who these Warriors have been, then I'll say I'll kind of shrug and say, ah, oh, they're fine. You know what I mean? But yeah. truthfully, last couple of weeks, you know, they win. 10 out of 12 before falling to Denver and it was a bad second half, but you know, you kind of can't forget they were up by almost 20 on Denver, which was impressive. And they're having these moments, you know, where Kaminga is doing his thing and Pajemski obviously is a real find. Um, and again, you know, this is something I asked Kamal Looney about, like to take it back to clay. It's every little element here to me is really important, but clay's willingness to be malleable and play these different roles is huge because it sets the tone in the locker room and now young guys can shine and nobody is feeling like the vets are, are kicked off at them all the time like I think they might have at different times in the past. So if all these puzzle pieces come together, I think they're a pretty interesting team that I could say, you know, could see doing something similar to last year. And, and that Lakers series, you know, they had a crack at it and it could have gone the other way. So do I see them as a title contending team? Definitely not. Um, I do think they are more interesting than I thought they would be at this point in the season. And in terms of like, you know, the second generation, these young guys, they really actually have something with some of them. And, you know, it's fascinating to see, you know, them try to get the most out of them with the old guys still hanging on. Sam, I know only God can judge, but I need a favor from you. I'm giving you permission to judge me. I'm coming into work. I'm thinking about this Warrior season, uh, your article with Clay. Uh, I love my family. I respect privacy. And I get this news about Andrew Wiggins, and he's out due to personal reasons. Does that make me a bad person if I, I, I got a, like, a little PTSD about last year to where I, I don't know what's going on, but Sam, I thought, oh my goodness, not here we go again. How many games could this be? Can you share with us what went through your mind when you got that news on Andrew and am I off base? 
No, I'm with you, Guru. I mean, it is the uncomfortable part of either being a sports fan or even covering it is like, first of all, when you don't have the info, and I don't personally, and it's obviously not out there publicly, you know, and because of what happened before, you can't help but feel like, oh, boy, you know, from a sports perspective, this is a big deal because if it continues, we just kind of mapped out how there's all these moving parts with the Warriors, and if one of these little pieces in the Jenga puzzle get pulled out and the whole thing is going to tumble. That's just the reality. You know, I, I look at Wiggins' absence last year, and, and I think it is on the short list of things that help, you know, they kind of kept them from getting to where they might have been able to go. Um, and, and you can say that and feel that way while also compartmentalizing the fact that, that you know, the bigger than basketball stuff matters. So whatever he's going through, you know, wish him and, you know, whoever might be involved the best, it's just hard to react to that in the absence of, of clarity. Um, so I hear you, you know, we'll, we'll track it and see where it goes. Um, but this is a, a really, really complicated team. And if, you know, and if Andrew, uh, I know it's too early to say this, but like if he was not a contributing member for the foreseeable future, right. you know, basketball wise, that's, that's a problem. Sam, let me ask you, and we're joined by Sam Amick, uh, writes for the athletic covers the NBA. Uh, first thoughts when you saw, the length of Steve Kerr's contract and the amount of money and the timing. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, well-deserved from a money standpoint, I, I just think whatever industry you're in, if, if you got a resume like his, uh, you, you deserve to be the highest paid guy in the game. Now, Greg Popovich got, you know, his resume and he's, you know, somebody that maybe you argue has done more, uh, but Steve's right there. And, and so that part didn't surprise me. The length, I think, is a reflection of this angst that, that we're kind of analyzing here from all these different angles. It's the old and the new. It's the hanging on versus the growing in the next generation. It's Steve Kerr trying to figure out, you know, how much do I want to commit to? And Joe Lacob trying to figure out, is Steve Kerr my guy if, you know, if Steph Curry doesn't look like Steph Curry in a couple of years, if, uh, if Draymond and Clay are gone? And these are all hypotheticals. But um, it just, I think, shows that, that, you know, they've been real transparent. Like, they are not trying to tell you they know what the Warriors' world looks like a year from now. And so I think inevitably that means it's a shorter runway. And obviously he lines it up with Steph. Um, I, you know, I think we still, we've kind of moved on as a quick aside, guys, from the Bob Myers departure, which in, in reporting on this Clay story was, I didn't really make a big deal out of it, but there's one line in the column about, Bob's departure, I think, you know, impacting the communication between Clay and, and Joe even. And, and within that, like, don't forget that, like, you know, Steve and Bob were partners. And, um, you know, and little by little, you know, that's things have been shipped away at in terms of the group as it was before. And, and this is Steve trying to figure out what kind of vision he has for his part in it. Sam, it's interesting you bring up Steph Curry after, you know, he was one of 10 from three against Denver Coach Kerr was adamant. He said, you know, Curry looks tired to him. And then Curry responded, said he's not tired. Does Curry look tired to you, Sam? He does. And uh, I'm not even trying to be funny, guys, but I went to Indianapolis and I didn't shoot a shot and I didn't train. And, and I didn't, uh, I mean, granted, those guys didn't work too hard in the All-Star game. But nonetheless, uh, it was cold as hell. And, and I felt like I was recovering for a week just in terms of going back east and walking around and, 10 degree temperatures. And, uh, you know, I know I got a few years on stuff, but not that many. Um, so, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. This is that point in the season 
where the grind does catch up with guys. Um, you know, I'm not sure if Steph just doesn't want to admit that he's tired or if he's just not feeling it, but it would make sense. And, you know, it's unfortunate just for that one game the other night, you know, it's kind of like there's not a lot of nights where you say, man, if Steph actually would have done his thing, then they walk away with the win. Um, so, you know, I'm sure he'll find his way again, but, but you know, I think for sure there's got to be a fatigue factor. Sam, before I get you out of here, I want to let you in on a little bet that I made with my partner about the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> oh, boy. So they won They won okay. 48 games last year, and Goose said, oh, they're going to be better this year. And I said, you know what? To me, they have that smell of a team that, that maybe was a little too high last year and may come back. Anyway, the bet is that the Kings, if the Kings win 49 or more, Goo wins the bet. If they win four, the same as last year or fewer, I win the bet. Right now they're thirty-three and twenty-four. They got to go sixteen and nine for Guru to win the bet. Who do you like, me or Guru, in that one? <laughs> Man, that's a tight one. Last Six night didn't help, nine. Sam. Last night hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, last night was brutal. I was out at that game. Um, sixteen and nine. I'm gonna say no. I think Matt Stanley, you're pulling us off. Uh oh. That's kind of why that Miami game hurt them so bad is they got, I'm looking at it here, they go at Denver, at Minnesota. Um, you know, they host Chicago, then it's at the Lakers. They got some tough games Yikes. down the stretch. Oh yeah. And, you know, I can't figure them out. I mean, I just really can't. I know we say that every year about a couple teams, but it's wild. Like, Sam, they they're missing. Like what if I told years. you they're missing one player? They're missing one more bona fide dude. Yeah, but nobody can tell me who that is, Guru. Like, that's the problem is that Sabonis is such a, I think, underrated, you know, underappreciated, fantastic player. But one of the downsides of his game is that you got to be careful who you put next to him or around him um, with the way they function. So I don't know who that dude is. I, I, I'm always going to wonder what OG Ananobi would have looked like yeah. if they went after him harder. I think he would have helped. But, you know, they definitely need more. But they're a Jekyll and Hyde team for sure. Interesting, Sam. You said they got to be careful about who they put around him. I think most people think offense, but I think you mean defense too with Sabonis, who you put for around. For sure. Him. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, I had a, a pretty interesting chat with uh, with Kings legend Doug Christie about Domas's father, Arvidas, the legend, and yeah. how like you know if you look at like Rasheed Wallace played with Sabonis, you know, with with older Sabonis, it was a good mix and. Is it that kind of a guy, or is it, you know, these European yeah. guys who can pass like crazy, like Joker and, and whatnot, like, you know, you, you do have to be very selective about about who you put around them. But the Kings defense, you know, Sabonis' major weakness is you got T-Rex arms and he's not doesn't have the length and, and is not a rim protector. So they, they struggle on that end of the floor. But, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, Steiny, you're probably going to get a couple bucks. Oh, here, man. All righty. I love it. Hey, Sam, thank you so much for joining us, man. Keep up the great work. We love you here. Appreciate you guys. Be good. All right. Sam Amick, The so Athletic. T-Mobile cool. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a test. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.